we're, we're here, we're back. Welcome everybody uh, to another Impact video uh, where Ryan and I are accidentally matching yet again. Well, I wore this first before you did. I, How do we know? Nobody will I ever know. I don't know what time you put it on, so maybe I was wearing it first. I don't know. But point is, guys, we're, we're reminiscing about our Impact days when we can actually meet in person. Impact. We miss you guys. We miss our Impact Absolutely. student crew. So we just hope this message finds you uh, doing well yeah, this week. for sure. We're going to be continuing on in our Even If series this week, looking at a guy named Joseph back in the book of Genesis and his interactions with his family and, yep. and with his employers in Egypt and just some of the mistreatment that he experiences there. Uh, but Ryan, yep. you've got our, our first passage and our first point for us. So uh, where are we going to be today? We're going to be in Genesis 37. And awesome. so I'm going to read directly off my phone today just to kind of be yes. with everybody else. We're all digital. So if you uh, search an app uh, in either your mom or dad's phone or if you have a phone or a tablet right. sitting around, uh, it'd, it'd be kind of fun to just be digital together online while we're on digital church. <laughs> so right on. it'd be cool. So we're going to be in Genesis 37. And I'll read uh, verses 3 through 4 and then skip down to verse 18. So follow along with us. It says this in verse 3. Now Israel, Jacob loved Joseph more than any other of his sons, because he was the son of his old age. But he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Mm. Skipping down to verse 18, it says this, They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They said to one another, Here comes the streamer. Come, let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. Then, they, then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him, and we will see what will become of his dreams. But when Reuben heard it, he rescued him out of their hands, saying, Let us not take his life. And Reuben said to them, Shed no blood. Throw him into the pit here in the wilderness, but do not lay a hand on him, that he might rescue him out of their hand to restore him to his father. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the robe of many colors that he wore. And when they took him, they threw him to a pit. The pit was empty. And there was no water in it. So guys, you guys might have a sibling rivalry. I mean, you <laughs> might get mad at your sibling for playing video games and beating you or something, but there's no comparison to what happens to Joseph yeah. like with his brothers, right? I hope none of our students have ever tried to throw their sibling into a pit. I yeah. hope not. Threatened to murder them. You I mean, know. the worst the worst that happened to me, my sister put me in a dryer, but just she never turned it on. But <laughs> it's awesome. She didn't turn it on. Please don't get a violent picture. <laughs> but she did that just to mess with me. But guys, yeah. nothing like this story, okay? Here's yeah. what we can learn. There's a lot of lessons we can learn from this story between Joseph and his brothers. And here's the first thing is that unhealthy anger can lead to bitterness and jealousy. And if that story mm. doesn't communicate that enough, I don't know what else will. Yeah. I mean, look at the way that Joseph's brothers treated him. I mean, yeah. his, his dad loved him, made him a robe of many colors, and they were furious. They didn't speak kindly to him. Mm -hmm. And so their, their like anger got to a point where it was built up to the yeah. point where they threw him into a pit and they were going to leave him in the wilderness with no water. I think that's just it's Well, and it, gets, it gets worse. I yeah. mean, it continues on right here in uh, chapter 37, verse 25. It says this, then they sat down to eat. So they tossed their brother in a pit and they think, ah, it's time for lunch. And looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels, bearing gum, balm, and myrrh on their way to carry it down to Egypt. Then Judah said to his brothers, what profit is it if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites, and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our, our brother, our flesh and blood. And his brothers listened to him. Then Midianite traders passed by, and they drew Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. So these guys make some bad choices. 
right? They, they're angry, and so they act out of their anger with uh, bitterness and jealousy. They toss their brother into a pit, and then to take care of this bad choice, they, they end up having to cover it up. And guys, really, that's point number two for us, is that bad choices can lead to betrayal and cover-ups. They toss their very own brother in a pit, and they're thinking, okay, how are we going to make this look to our dad like it was an accident or some wild animal, and oh, we'll get rid of him and make some money while we're at it, all this kinds of stuff, because of the bad choices that they made and leading to betrayal and cover-ups. Uh, but thankfully, God does some pretty cool things in mm. Joseph's life over the next few years, right? Yeah, he does that. So God, in the midst of this betrayal, in the midst of the cover-up, that he uses Joseph to bring about the salvation of many people, right? There's a famine, and so there's this way that Joseph can tangibly help out people and help them, right? I mean, think about it. There's a verse, uh, if, you, if you read with us in verse, uh, Genesis 50, if you go to verse 15, this is where I'm going to pick up uh, our, our next passage. It says this, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead. So this is fast forward, okay? There's a lot that's happened since Genesis 37 all the way to Genesis 50. Okay, first of all, Joseph keeps on being put in these positions of influence. Like he gets mm -hmm. putting in leadership and people keep on betraying him, but God still works in his life and he has incredible influence and power. And eventually he gets the second in line, like to the, to the royalty, right? To, so he's to like Pharaoh. assistant Pharaoh. So he has Egypt. incredible influence in this. And God had great purposes and good purposes uh, for his life. And this is what it says after they found out that Joseph, um, had, that, is, that his dad had passed away. It says, it may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So mm -hmm. as time moved on, the brothers were recognizing what they had done to Joseph. Right. And it says this, they sent a message to Joseph saying, your father gave this command before he died. Say this to Joseph. Please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Mm. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? Listen to how Joseph responds to this, guys. This is incredibly important. As for you, you meant evil against me. Mm -hmm. But God meant it for good to bring about that many people shall be kept alive as they are today. Mm -hmm. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Guys, this is incredible the way that God changes our life, the way yeah. that we see our faith um, interacting with the way we treat people. Absolutely. I think it's incredible, right? The cool thing about all this, like Ryan said, you know, Joseph has this really horrible experience. He's mistreated by his very own family members. And then he goes down to Egypt and he's lied about by his yeah. first boss's wife. And he gets thrown in prison and, and betrayed in that way. And then finally, because he keeps honoring God, he keeps trusting God, he rises through the ranks. And then God is able to use him to save the whole country of Egypt yeah. and all these other people who are traveling to Egypt to get food in the midst of this famine. Uh, guys, the reality is this. Uh, even at the end, as his brothers come and, and he's able to restore his relationship with them. When we trust God, trusting God will lead to forgiveness and reconciliation. Yep. Uh, just the, in the same way that, that unhealthy anger can lead to bitterness and jealousy and, and bad choices can lead to betrayal and cover-ups. When we trust God instead, when we give Him our choices and we surrender to Him, even in the midst of mistreatment, it will lead to forgiveness and reconciliation, not only for us, but for the people around us as well. And ultimately, guys, that leads us to our bottom line today, which is that even if we experience mistreatment, God uses it for His purposes and our growth. We can just trust yeah. in Him and, and allow Him to, to mold us into something really incredible in the same way that He did in Joseph's life. And now, Ryan, I think you've got some application for us, yeah. 
Yeah, just a couple words uh, for those that, of us that can live this out in our, in our life every day is, I mean, just know this, guys, that forgiveness takes time. Mm-hmm. It's not a light switch. Um, there is moments where we're going to have to just give it to God and, and ask Him to help us as we extend forgiveness to others. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of, you know, we have to set aside our pride when we harm people and we mistreat others for us to swallow our pride and to say, you know what, I've, I've mistreated you. Mm-hmm. And it takes time to also ask for forgiveness from others. And so yeah. not just when we're mistreated, but when we mistreat others as well. So this is really important, guys, in this time. There's maybe uh, some conversations that could ha- could be happening with some of the people that maybe we feel uh, distant from, maybe we've hurt them or they've hurt us. Use this time. Like even though we're socially distant right now, we're on, you know, on just digital, you know, on social media and just watching mm-hmm. digital videos. There's still there's still ways that God can use even this time. He can use um, this pandemic to maybe even uh, bring about some reconciliation in your life. Absolutely. That's what we've got for you guys this week. Uh, We look forward to connecting with you guys in your Zoom calls on Sunday night. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys.